Hey guys, my name's Adam. I'm the head coach at Copper State Fit. Our purpose is to educate, entertain, and inspire you to lead a fit and healthy lifestyle. We hope that by sharing our clients' stories and providing you with tools, tips, and information that you can apply, that you'll seize the opportunity by turning thought into action. Stick around till the end and we'll provide you with the next steps that you can take along with helpful links in the show notes. That said, thank you in advance for listening and enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're here with episode number four of the Copper State Fit podcast, and our guest today is Gina Swan. And without much further ado, let's go ahead and bring her on. And uh, Gina, welcome. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How's the weather out there in Florida? Hot and great. Thank you. Hot and great. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, you were telling me that you got a little swim in this morning, so got your workout in for the day. Yep. Awesome. Right on. Well, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and tell our listeners kind of your background, where you're from and okay. uh, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, I am a born and raised Florida girl, um, married to a, a, a man that I met in seventh grade. And um, many years later, where our paths crossed through Facebook and we got married and are, have just been incredibly happy. We have six children between us and three grandchildren, and we live here in Deland, Florida. Um, I re, I'm a retired educator um, for the county here, um, and uh, I'm glad to be retired. I can tell you that. Right on. Congrats, <laughs> congrats on that. Now you get to hang out with the grandkids a lot, right? That's right. That's right. Good for you. Um, Gina, you have to make a promise to me today that you're not going to make me cry, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely. We, we've, you know, over the past year and a half that we've worked together and built a really good relationship and uh, getting connected with you, uh, I can still remember that day where we had that initial phone call. Yeah. Um, but talk to me, why, why did you connect to us, Gina? Why did you reach out to us? Um. I remember that day, Adam, like it was yesterday, and it was, you know, over a year and a half ago. Um, I was, at that time, 58 years old. I had tried everything on the market. I had I had, had four children naturally and have two stepsons, but I just had not been able to lose the weight. I was running. I was doing CrossFit four days a week. Um, wow. And... And I was trying to learn and educate myself and, and I bought every shake and every, every pill and every promise and everything that, you know, that had been sold. I bought it, manufactured food and I don't even know what's in it, but I ate it because it promised me hope. And um, it just fell so short of my desire to be healthy and to get weight off that I knew that I knew I could get off. I just didn't know how. Mm -hmm. um, and so I heard somebody on social media mention y'all. I messaged her. She got me you. And within, you know, just a few days, you and I were talking. Yep. That's how we connected. That's awesome. What do you think was different from this time versus all the others? Yeah. I think one of the major differences is that Adam 
everybody else was trying to sell me a product that I could use for the rest of my life to keep off the weight, get weight off and keep it off. And, and really I knew at the end of the day, your job was to work yourself out of a job. If you, you, you did your job right. And I did my part, you would work yourself out of a job. Yeah. And, and, and that to me spoke volumes that, <clears throat> that I would only be with you at first six months, you know, mm-hmm. and then, things went so well and I was with, with, with you 12 months and, and then I've been able to be with you 18 months and keep the weight off for six months. I don't, I don't even think I've gained a whole pound in six months. It's, it's wow. just able. And so um, really the, the difference is that is, is the, is the ability to trust. I, when I couldn't trust myself, I told you, I, I said, I've got to be able to, I just don't even have trust for myself. You said, your words to me were, if you trust me, if you would just trust me, I promise you this process will work. And I, I said, okay, here we go. And we strapped on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a ride. And, and I, I too remember that phone call. I remember where I was. It was a little unique uh, that day for me. I wasn't at, at my home office. I was actually out uh, at the airport that day. On the tarmac. Uh, yeah, I was on the tarmac because uh, my, my dad was coming to pick our kiddos up and, and take them for the weekend. Yeah. And so I, I remember connecting on our call and saying, you know, I apologize for the background noise and all the planes you're hearing, but I, I do remember you distinctly telling me that you didn't trust yourself. You you had been burned on a lot of other uh, products, services, things like that out there. And, and, and you're right. Um, this, this system, you know, as – we kind of say, and as we kind of put it, works if you work it, and and you've proven that. And so, a lot of people say that age is a roadblock, and and for you, you mentioned just now when you started, you were at the time fifty eight years old. And so, I'd like to know how old are you now, Gina? And what is your opinion on that subject about age and it being a roadblock for for health and fitness? Um, I. I think I was 58. I, I'm, I'll be 60 in, in just a few weeks. But um, I've never been stronger or healthier in my entire life. And wow. um, I, I sit and I, I hurt for women that are in the grocery aisle. See, this is where I'll start crying. <laughs> because I see them going through the frozen foods and the... trying to make wise choices, but they've just not been really taught how to eat. They've been taught to stay away from certain foods and and they've been taught to deprive themselves. And I hurt for them, you know, because what you taught me was that I could eat anything I wanted. I just couldn't eat everything. I could eat what I wanted. And, you know, you had me at barbecue sauce. I said, okay, I'm there. (laughs) That's a staple for any Southern girl is barbecue sauce. And so um, I just hurt for them and I want to, I want to reach out to them because it's not just exercise. Like I said, I was doing CrossFit hardcore mm-hmm. four days a week. I only do it three or four days a week now, but I've dropped obviously tons of weight and, and inches. Yeah. Wow. And, and, you said something that I think also I kind of see the same thing too. And, and, you know, you go through the grocery stores and things like that and everyone's trying to do better. 
I don't right. think anyone's intentionally trying to right. not put themselves in a better position, both right. health and fitness wise, but there's so much misinformation out there yeah. and marketing. And, and we talked about this a lot through the program, how sometimes uh, there might be a food product and on the label, it may make a certain claim right. to steer you in the direction of purchasing that product. But you know, learning how to read things like food labels and, and what does it actually mean? What are the ingredients? What are the macronutrients and micronutrients and, and right. how's that beneficial for us? So right. you saying at your age now, at being 60 years old, you feel like you are the strongest that you've ever been, you said. Well, I know I am. I'm PRing my deadlifts. I'm PRing other, <laughs> other, other things in, in the gym. So I know that I'm stronger. As a matter of fact, last week I took my mom to Texas. It was my turn out of the three girls to take our mom, my mom to her family reunion. Well, I'm pulling her suitcase, my suitcase, two totes, you know, the whole, and we got in the airplane and because, you know, airplanes now, there's nobody to do anything for you. You're on your own. Mm -hmm. They stopped everyone in the airplane, all 150 people and said, yeah, you need to take these two bags, suitcases, not little totes all the way to the very back towards the back of the plane and put them up yourself. Not one man got up to help me. Jeez. And I went, all right, here you go. Clean and jerk. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned those two suitcases, popped them in up there. And I went, thank you very much. And they almost started applauding. I mean, I, I think they thought I was going to go, can somebody please help me? Went, no, we're not doing that. So right. I know that I'm stronger than I've ever been. But more than that, Adam, I'm stronger emotionally than I've been, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ and I believe that God created us all for a purpose in life. Mm -hmm. So that is my anchor. That is my, that is my core belief. Yep. But when you have conflicting information and you feel like, gosh, should I go this way? Should I go this way? It wasn't for lack of trying that we aren't losing weight as women. Yeah. It's not just our age. It's lack of bad knowledge. Yep. And so, um, when you have so many times where you failed, then you have to go, wow, am I willing to put myself out there again? And I would just challenge anybody that's listening to this to get a good coach like you and be willing to put yourself out there again, because it is life. I'm on no medications. I had migraine headaches that I suffered with for years. I no longer suffer with that. I wasn't having any carbs. I had nothing to feed my brain. I was starving myself of omega-3s, omega-6s. I, I mean, I'm not sure where I came up with the food plan I came up with, but it was completely unhealthy. And, you know, in my healthy way, I was completely unhealthy. And, and um, I, have, I, I rarely have a migraine anymore. And I just have to attribute to the fact that I'm feeding myself. I mean, feeding myself a boatload of food. That's incredible. No more migraines. No more migraines. Uh, and like you said, you, I think I heard somewhere once upon a time, I might butcher this, but uh, we are overfed and undernourished by the way that we eat. And I think like you said, you, we, we fear certain foods because we're told they're good or they're bad. And, and, uh, we right. start to deprive ourselves of things like you mentioned, carbohydrates. Where and and you're doing CrossFit four days a week. You need right. carbs for CrossFit. You, uh, you know, it. lacking in omegas. So right. that that's that's great. Uh, great feedback that you've given us. Now, 
my nickname for you, Gina, was the Terminator because I know, my goodness, it seemed like adversity found you. And, and in the past, you know, 18 months that we worked together, yeah. I mean, everything from a hurricane yeah. to, you know, the passing of your brother. Um, right. But but tell us about that and, and kind of all those things you faced and how you worked through those and yeah. stuck to the program. Yeah. I think the big factor for me, Adam, I – uh, you and I started in 2016. Yep. Okay. And within eight weeks, I came down with diverticulitis for the first time ever. Yeah. Hooray. And so I had diverticulitis and um, had to, I was worried about, you know, oh my gosh, am I going to mess things up for life? Am I, is, is Adam going to think I'm cheating? As I, so you and I, the, the wonderful thing is I had a coach that was a phone call away said, your, your whole goal right now, Gina, is to be better and do what the doctors tell you to do. End of story, period. And so that took about four days. I was back on track, back eating my macros, um, back eating my calories within four days, took my antibiotic, and, and was just fine. And then within the next month, I lost our, my father-in-law suddenly. The very next day, one hospital room over, my son came down with a pop lung and it didn't heal. So I was in the hospital with him, two different hospitals actually, for four and a half weeks, four weeks. And he came home and with us for a week. Four weeks. Wow. Four, four weeks. And so you're sleeping on a couch. I'm bringing in my lunchbox. Now, see, I never would have thought that had you not said, how are you going to manage your food? You know, we can pray for your son and we, we care about that. But Let's talk about how you're going to manage this. Do you want to just do you want to just call it a day right now? I said no. So I brought in a lunchbox, and I learned nobody gives a rip. <laughs> nobody cares if I have a lunchbox with my sandwich and my favorite chips in there. You know, nobody cares that I'm that I'm on my third water because I you I really learned to drink a lot of water. So we were there, and then right after that, my daughter had to have emergency oral surgery in, in, in New Orleans. So I flew there for 10 days. I had no scale. I had nothing, but I had you. I had you, Adam. Yeah. And so while in, in past years that would have been a really fearful thing, I didn't have to be afraid because I had, I had you as my coach there. Mm-hmm. And so came back, didn't gain a pound. I think I lost half a pound or, you know, almost lost a pound. Back on my program again, because you can only do so much when you're away. That was nine or 10 days of living there. Came back, then lost my brother unexpectedly. So that was a few days out. All of this is stress. And then two, three weeks later, four weeks later, we had the hurricane Irma. So we were without power for eight days. So, um, you just, I think you just learn, you just learn the tricks of make it happen. You know, you got to dig deep sometimes when you have kids, you got to dig deep sometimes to go grocery shopping. You got to dig deep sometimes to say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pack my food or I'm going to, sh- I can, sh- I have learned how to eat out of a Walgreens. I can eat clean out of a Walgreens. I can eat clean out of a 7-Eleven. Where's your bold eggs? I go in, take them, dump the yellows and here's the whites. You know, here's my beef jerky. Here's my banana. Here's my, I can eat clean pretty much wherever I am. That is awesome. I, yeah. I love that you said that. I mean, grab, <laughs> grab a couple hard boiled eggs. Right. Yolks, have yeah. yourself a piece of fruit, you yeah. know, maybe a handful of nuts. Like, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, and so me too. Another thing for me is I'm deathly allergic to peanuts and peanut mm. butter and legumes. And I got to be really careful. I can't, I like, I have to have a certain kind of almond butter that's not even processed in a plant where they process peanut butter. So there's some cautions that I have to take that it's just, it's just life for me. And I don't, I just deal, you know, I just deal with it. And a lot of people ask us, uh, do we help clients who have dietary restrictions that maybe they're allergic to uh, dairy or, you know, like yourself, nuts, legumes. Um, And and what's cool is you get to decide everything that you eat, you know? so Every day, every meal, five meals a day. That's right. You know, we help guide you in that direction. If you ask or you need the help and you're struggling, hey, I'm struggling to hit my protein. Okay, let's talk about that. Or, you know, going over in certain macronutrients. But at the end of the day, your hands are on the wheel and you decide what you get to eat. That's exactly right. Wow. Well, I think, like I said, you went through tons of adversity. I don't think you skipped a beat through the entire process there. Um, You even went most recently, gosh, a month plus without even having a kitchen. I mean, I remember you telling me, Gina, you're like, I've got my crock pot plugged in in my bathroom and I'm meal prepping for the week. And I'm thinking, yeah. Holy cow. Like this yeah. woman's non unstoppable. So tell me about that. How, how did you survive without a kitchen? Well, um, without a kitchen, I, what I would, it wouldn't be something I would wish on anybody, but I was grateful to get the kitchen done. <laughs> we were really grateful. So we were without a kitchen for nine weeks and, um, we ate out and, that is a whole thing in itself, but, but I learned to do crock pot things. I had a refrigerator plugged in out in the garage. I, of course, now see, this is also the fact that I have a husband who's incredibly supportive. Mm. Um, so I bought bold eggs in the deli and brought them home, you know, two dozen at a time. I, I made my crock pot chicken. I had deli meat. I keep boar's head turkey and boar's head chicken all the time in my fridge uh, in the fridge. I keep, um, fat-free cheese. I keep all, I keep things that I know that are, are legal. I don't, I don't legal for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just, you just make it work. It wasn't easy. That part was not easy, but I would do it all over again. It was, you know, it was worth it. It was way more stressful having p- people in my house than eating. But what I learned to do in restaurants was real important. And I learned that early and I learned that early. And that was I rarely even look at I look at the menu if I don't know where I'm going. But if I if I know where I'm going and I know they have things available, I just say, Would you mind making this for me? I'd like grilled chicken with no sauce. I would like steamed vegetables. Do you have any of that today? Yes, ma'am, we have broccoli. Um, and may I have a salad, please, with no dressing? And I would bring my own dressing or I'd go without dressing or I'd use just vinegar. Hmm. Um, so I controlled even what I ate to the best that of my knowledge and my ability when I was there. I would bring my own bread sometimes to make my own sandwich, um, especially when we were building a kitchen because I wanted a sandwich or something especially if I wanted hot food. Um, I was really careful about what I ate. I ate very plain things, but that's okay. And I think you learned through the process that what you ate, like you said, were some plain things, but you became a lot more diverse in what you ate. And and you mentioned barbecue sauce earlier and, and learning how to include those things. And 
I love that you kind of gave us those examples there of what you did when you went to a restaurant, how you actually asked the server uh, for specific items that may not have been on the menu. And I think that a lot of people are afraid to ask those things or afraid to look picky or uh, demanding or maybe be embarrassed in front of, you know, friends or, or things like that. And, uh, you know, I had a call with a, a client recently and we talked a lot about choices, you know, and choices of like, you know, this client had a, a, a big get together with like 50 people at their house and, and they weren't on their plan that day. And they're like, well, I had, you know, 50 people over the house. And I'm like, but that was a choice. Not only do you choose to have those people over, but you also chose to not follow the plan and you've demonstrated how you can stick to it regardless of the circumstances. I mean, from hurricane to uh, loss of family members to not having a kitchen to restaurants. I mean, you've proven that like you literally put your head down and you just kept marching forward. Yeah. I, 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 I saw results, Adam. And I thought, man, I, okay, I'm not going back. This is working. I'm not going back. And that, was real motivation for me. You know, when you begin to see, you know, that your clothes are falling off, it's become <laughs> real motivation. So. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to hear from you and I know the listeners would too. If you could share with us kind of a typical day of meals for you. Uh -huh. um, well, I work out in the morning, so I'm super careful about my fats and fiber before my workout and after my workout. So a typical breakfast for me is Fage fat-free, obviously, about 120 grams with about two ounces of a banana and some blueberries and a little bit of maybe a fourth of a serving of a special granola that I get that is low in fat. And then when I get back, I have a wrap uh, flat out with just like a wrap kind of thing. And then lunch is chicken and maybe a sandwich, barbecue sauce, stuff like that. Always barbecue sauce. And also for, for, for me, I like chips. And so I wanted, I found a protein chip that I can eat. Um, I, that's awesome. Do you know what the name of that one is, Gina? They're Luke's. They're called, they're by Luke's L U K E apostrophe S, but they don't sell my kind at a grocery store. I'd, I'd been given them before. I loved them and they're a protein chip and they were soy free and they were nut free and they were legume free. So I was able to eat them. So I ordered them from Amazon by the case. Nice. I order lots of things from Amazon by the case. And so that's one of the things I order is my chips from the case. And so, um, afternoon snack, maybe some more yogurt. I, I'll, if I'm out on the road, I'll take a yogurt, but I always carry a lunchbox pretty much with me if I'm out in the afternoons running around. And then dinner, I get to choose more. I mean, tonight I have um, turkey patties and I'm making squash in the oven. I've got some, a couple of Oreos with my name on them in there and, um, and some sweet potato. Wow. Sounds great. So you start off the day, you've got your workout. Usually it's a non-fat Greek yogurt, some right. uh, fruit along with that. And then you mentioned a wrap or a sandwich, something like that later yeah. and turkey patties for dinners, yeah. you know, vegetables and grilled chicken, and, live with grilled chicken, live yeah. chicken, or crock pot chicken, either one. Sounds good to me. Um, you've had a, a tremendous amount of success, but everybody's got some times where they've fallen off a little bit. Right. Can you recall any apparent, failures or setbacks during your journey 
and the, how those things maybe set you up later for success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did learn that if I just, when I, Todd took me away, I think we went up to the Biltmore or something, two or three days. I'd only been on the plan four weeks. I was freaking out. And I, and of course you were gracious about it, but he had already made these reservations. And so what I learned was if I order off a menu, I'm done for. Mm. I mean, it's as simple as that. If I order off a menu, I'm done for, especially in the area of fats. Yeah. So I learned that I wasn't getting all my protein in because I'd already hit my fats because of the, what they had available to me. And it was some pretty healthy options, what the normal person would consider healthy. Like salads, right? Yeah, or salads or um, fish, you yeah. know, fish. And then you get there and it's got some kind of grease on it that kept it from sticking on the grill and, and some kind of sauce, butter sauce or whatever, um, even though you ask for nothing. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of learned that if I ordered off the menu, I was done for. And that's when I determined I, I eat out a lot. I'm going to have to learn how to do this my way. This is too important to me. That's awesome. That's great. And, and good that you learned that so early in. I mean, like you said, yeah. three, four weeks in, yeah. quickly learned what that was like. And that led you for a successful journey the rest of the way. Yeah. Uh, well, tell me about if you get, if and when you do get off track, or you feel like you lose some momentum or some motivation. What are some things you do to get yourself back going again? Oh my gosh, that's easy. I look at a picture from 2015. Wow. Wow. And that's, that's, um, that's not one that's to be honest. It's not something I really struggle with. I mean, I, I'm carrying my kid, my grandkids, not my kids, but my grandkids surfboards down to the beach. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I want to be able to do that and I can't do that and have an extra 50 pounds on me. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, I just can't do the things I want to do and have an extra 50 pounds on me. It's not an option. So I choose, I choose to keep the 50 pounds off, Good for but, you. Not, but not in fear. Now I'm educated, you know, let's talk about that for a minute because Gina, you, you went through legitimately start to finish our full program. So yeah. we kind of look at it as, as three different distinct phases. We've got the, you know, transformation phase you're going from where point a to point b to your goal then we got uh the transition phase so we're doing the reverse diet the metabolic reset and transition back to maintenance calories and then finally is the maintenance stage where we actually reduce the frequency of our calls we uh, start taking away those tools and i know that's real scary for a lot of people so i want to hear from you uh kind of you walk me through the tail end of that and backing away from some of those things yeah i think um i think upping my calories was even more scary than taking away my 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 tools believe it or not when we went through that second phase of upping my calories I still had to say, okay, Adam knows what he's doing. Adam knows what he's doing. You know, I would cross my fingers. Yeah. Um, and then I, and I'd hear you say, I've done this before. Trust me. You're going to have to trust me. I go, okay. <laughs> so that was scary for me was upping my calories. But then when I saw I wasn't putting any weight on and I was upping my calories in those small increments, it was pretty crazy. Um, my fitness pal now I use maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, just for me. Yeah. I don't use a scale at all. Um, but at, at first, yeah, it can be scary. But the nice thing is I do know 
I weigh every morning still, and then every Friday I take my measurements. Mm-hmm. So I know that I'm still on track and literally have not put on one pound, not yep. one, not, not, not one pound. Yeah, I can remember you being scared like anyone and everyone that goes through that reverse process, that metabolic yeah. reset, and adding yeah. those calories, but checking yeah. in with you weekly and still seeing your weight actually go down as we're increasing calories and you yeah. kind of being dumbfounded like, well, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but – I, I trust you. And yeah. uh, even getting to the point at one time where we had gotten your, you still hadn't gained any weight, uh, gotten to the point where you're like, I feel like I'm just pushing food in and I don't really know that I need this much. So we right. said, cool, let, let's back it off a little bit. You know? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So you helped me just find a, a good balance for me. So I just wasn't shoving so much, so much food in my mouth, mm-hmm. so to speak, for, for no reason. I, I was staying, I wasn't hungry. That's no. such a component that people don't understand is is when you're able to do this type of plan I can honestly say there were very few days that I was really hungry and I know I was in a deficit yeah I was in a deficit now were there a few days I would at the end of the night go oh man I wish I had a fudge cake no yes of course but that was just not even an option you know just not even an option I learned to put my treats in at the beginning of the day into my fitness pal and they were already worked in. I mean, those things were locked and loaded. For the- <laughs> you know, that's an interesting concept, and and, yeah. and I know what you're talking about. Well, why don't you explain that a little bit more? You sure. said put some treats in. What did you do to still have yeah. a few things that you liked? Yeah. So at the beginning of the day, when I would start logging my food, I knew I was going to have the same thing for breakfast pretty much every morning. Uh, I logged that in. And then either in the afternoon or at night, I would log, you know, whatever my favorite thing was. Right now, it's, you know, those those Oreos that are really thin with a little bit of almond butter. I have one in the afternoon and one at night after dinner. But the afternoon, it's my after my meal you know, a half a sandwich and with arugula all over it. So um, I learned to load those in early. Then I learned, okay, now I've got to log my protein in for the day. Even if it's not the great, the correct proportions, my protein is at least logged in. And then I was able to fill in with my carbs and my fats. Those are, those are easy, you know? Yeah. Well, that was, that, that's excellent. So really just, if you knew you wanted a treat, whether it be the Oreos you mentioned, or Briar's ice cream, yeah. Yep, ice cream. You're going to plug that in mm-hmm. to my fitness pal early on in the day or even the day before. Right, so and you when, account for it. When you get there, it's already accounted for. It's kind of like a budget, and then you just spend the rest of the day fitting in your, your calories and everything else. So that's excellent. Right. Uh, I, last few questions I have, and we'll, we'll kind of wrap up, Gina, but I kind of like to ask and, and know – what are some unusual foods or like the one that you've always got to fit in that's kind of the vice, if you will? Well, it's definitely, it's almond butter for me because I was allergic to peanut butter growing up. Uh-huh. So if I have almond butters with a few semi-sweet chocolate pieces, yeah, I'm there. I'm, that, that'll take you home. And if you warm it just right in the microwave, it's pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. That sounds yummy. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So that is such a treat for me because I've never even had peanut butter at all. So to be able to have almond butter now is a real treat for me still, believe it or not. Wow. Almond butter and some chocolate pieces. Yeah. A little bit of heat added to yeah. that. Yeah. Sounds It'll pretty take dang you good. I'm not kidding. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh, what would you say if, if you could get on the phone right now 
Yeah. And you could call yourself in the past. Yeah. What would you say to Gina? What would you say to her? Um, before, before you, I call anytime. it anytime. Yeah. yeah, sure. Before um, you've learned all this that you know now. Yeah. I would put my arm around myself and say, it's not your fault. You know, you did the best you could with the information that you had. Mm. It was just really bad information. And, um, and, and what happens is when you get really bad information, Adam, and I've talked to you about this before and you fail, all of a sudden those failures turn to the voice that says you're a failure. And I knew I wasn't a failure. I knew I wasn't a failure, but boy, I looked in the mirror with clothes that wouldn't fit and I would go, I'm a failure. And so weight loss doesn't, I mean, weight, excess weight just doesn't affect your body. It affects your mental, how you see yourself, how you, your mental self, how you, your emotional self, how you perceive yourself. And um, so I would just, I would put my arm around that girl a year and a half ago and say, it's not your fault, but we can do it this time. That's what I would say. That's great. Really, really good feedback. I, I like what you said there too about, you know, the, the physical side of this is one thing. Yeah. It's, it's difficult for people who haven't been through such a transformation to yeah. understand that what happens on the inside and in, in the, the mental and emotional part is probably exponentially greater than what happens on the outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love, love what you said there. Um, have we missed anything? Is there anything that you wanted to add that we didn't touch on today? I, I don't think so. Okay. Incredibly grateful. Incredibly okay. grateful. Absolutely. And, and do you have any questions for us, Gina? I don't. I don't okay. have any questions. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, I don't want to take too much of your time. You've been awesome to sit here and, and share with us your journey and your experience. Give us some of the tips and things that you learned along the way and some advice that you would give to yourself uh, before. And those yeah. are all awesome, Gina. And, and I just want to thank you for putting your trust in us and diving into it headfirst without any reservation and look where you are now. It's, it's so incredible and I'm so happy for you. So thank you, Gina, for your time today. Thank you, Adam. I really appreciate it. You betcha. All the best. Hey guys, this is Adam, head coach at Copper State Fit. If you felt inspired by the show you just heard and you feel like taking it a bit further, we'd like to help. For those of you looking to take baby steps, download our free MyFitnessPal tutorial and macro cheat sheet. Link can be found in the show notes. And for those of you that want to take a little more than a baby step, schedule a free phone consultation with us. We'll answer all your questions and provide you with personalized information. No strings attached, no obligation to buy. But if you do, we'll throw in a bonus. Mention Podcast 49 in your consult notes and we'll take $49 off your first month. The only wrong decision is indecision, so pick what's right for you. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you.